Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to my show. Before we start our chat today, I kindly ask you to connect with me on social media. My Twitter is John underline Michael. My LinkedIn is John Michael, and you can find me as Image Group International on Facebook. So let's get started. So let me ask you something. Have you noticed that now, more than ever, entrepreneurs are the driving force that propels innovation beyond the known boundaries? You know, some people might say, well, John, it's always been that way. And you know what? You might be right. However, we all know this. Entrepreneurs embody the spirit of pushing limits and rewriting the rules. And it's this audacious brilliance that fuels economic growth, generates new opportunities and enriches our lives. Make no mistakes. It all comes from a spirit of entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship, by the way, could also mean medical entrepreneurship. It could mean educational entrepreneurship. But the key here is entrepreneurship. So today, we're going to explore how entrepreneurs can teach us about innovation. And you know, it's a subject, obviously, that's very dear to my heart and something we've had a lot of experience in our own business, myself also, you know, running my own operations for the last 34 years but also specifically working with our clients. So I'm going to share some of the important things on entrepreneurs that have by nature, okay, and see how they also fit in potentially with yourself. And there's quite a few, but I'll grab them and just give you a little bit of a focus once I've noted some of them for you. Definitely, they are risk takers, but there's a myth out there that they take risks on anything. Well, that's not true. That's for people that play the casino. They calculate the risk takers. You know, they calculate the risk. And this is very important because if you don't do that, obviously you potentially can go broke very quickly. They are also problem solvers. Entrepreneurs identify real world problems and then work out how they're going to solve them. And it's not always easy to do that. Number three is they're adaptable. They have to be adaptable. They have to be open to change. They have to pivot. The experience of the last few years, especially with the lockdowns, shows you an example of how entrepreneurs virtually through their resilience and stresses and what they had to put up with basically pivoted into new concepts because that's what they had to do. And among all of them, of course, they're very resourceful. Why? Because they haven't got unlimited funds, you know, and they might have also had to raise money from potential investors and they have that responsibility that they have to have a return on that investment otherwise down the track it's potentially they're not going to have any more opportunities to those resources and of course damage their reputations so that's like among many others you know of course they're customer centric they definitely believe in their customers they don't go out there and uh, create products just to rip their clients off and this is very important because, you know, we know that um, entrepreneurs that would try to do that, of course, will have serious problems 
long term. So they also open my experience to continuous learning. You know, they're willing to look at things and say, basically, I don't know. In my experience, some of them, not all of them, are coachable. And that means, basically, if they're not coachable, then it's obviously you become coachable when you're looking for opportunities and you advice. They're also great networkers. They go out there, in many cases, and build partnerships, build collaborative uh, connections that's going to open up opportunities, especially if they are very quite international in the thinking. Failure is part of their way of being. They use it as a learning opportunity. Disruption, yes, they love disruption because it challenges the status quo. And finally, out of all those that I've mentioned, they also have a passion and a persistence. They generally do not give up. They don't know what that means. So with all of that, let's take a moment to explore some of the key lessons that entrepreneur can teach us above some of the things that I've just mentioned, especially around the concept of innovation. First, they teach us the value of identifying opportunities. So there's many opportunities out there right now in a challenging world. From a business point of view, of course, you know, you're looking at the problems and you're, you're saying, how are we going to solve some of these problems? So the problem could be, for instance, in this case, and I'll bring it to a practical level right now, you could be having personal corporate brand issues specifically around your positioning in the marketplace. You could be you know, regarded as a little bit old hack. And also, potentially, you might not be getting the leads or also the sales that you were getting in the past. So this is a gap. So obviously, for you as an entrepreneur, you're going to be thinking, okay, how am I going to solve this particular problem? Because if that's an issue for me, it's only going to become a bigger issue if it's unmet. So part of that is looking at things to get your act back to track. And of course, what that also means is then, you know, uncover any innovation along that. So from a point of view of, you know, on a simple level, attracting leads and sales, you've got to look at all digital marketing. This is essential today, especially if that's what you're depending on in bringing clients. You know, of course, you want to have the best referral system on the planet, but that's not going to be enough. You need to have an omni present approach if you're going to start attracting you know some of the bigger number of clients that you might be looking for now you might be a real niche and of course the strategy might be different around that but the point here is you're going to be always constantly looking at new approaches number two entrepreneurs can also teach us the concept of risk taking that i mentioned earlier well they can teach us because remember when they get up every morning they are thinking about how to solve this problem obviously make their clients happy, and at the same time, getting a return on that. So the risk taken is calculated. You know, it's, as I mentioned at the outset, it's not like they're playing in a casino. And what that means is, if you're in a comfy job, and you've been in there for 20 years, 30 years, for instance, like a lot of people are, and then they want to become entrepreneurs, you know, the big warning to you is, it's not as easy as it sounds, okay? You're going to need definitely what I would call is support to get to that particular new position because entrepreneurship is a different way of thinking than going to a job for 30 years where you've got a guaranteed income. So, of course, what that means is if you're sort of dependent on that approach of having a, a position or a job that's going to give you an income without the risk-taking, well, maybe entrepreneurship is not for you. The other thing that they talk about a lot is failure. Now, 
Most entrepreneurs, by the way, have failed at least once, twice, three times. Some of them have actually gone bankrupt. You know, so failure is a stepping stone for entrepreneurs. They understand its value as a learning experience. Of course, nobody wants to fail. But what you want to do is embrace any past failures as the greatest learning lessons for you and, of course, for everybody around you. And make that part of your story. It's interesting when I share with clients some of my failures in my life. It's really what resonates with them. And they can say, yeah, I can relate with that because it actually, it's something that I sort of went through or certainly somebody that I know that went through that, family member, etc. So it's important to, to share some of this as a learning experience and also you know, the importance of mentioning failure as part of your adaptability and resilience. And of course, in a world where adaptability and resilience is becoming rarer and rarer, this is going to be one step for you that you're going to be a step, obviously, ahead of your, uh, your competition and everybody else out there that you're competing with. Okay. They also have flexibility. They will adjust their strategies, all their tactics on that strategy based on feedback. They do listen, especially if they're asking, as opposed to you just presenting them information and they haven't asked for it. Well, then that's not going to probably go so well. So they know it's crucial for successful innovation. So they ask for feedback. They are researching in different ways. And specifically, they're looking for, you know, what's next? What's next? What's next? They also know that if you avoid feedback, they will be putting their futures in peril. And the perfect example of that is if you're not following trends and uh, new possibilities out there that are emerging, then potentially you're going to get left behind. And that's also a good example of that is pre-COVID, a lot of businesses did not even have a marketing digital strategy. And what happened was, of course, COVID came, the whole game changed, and then potentially they were working behind the blackboard trying to work it all out. And that's, of course, what I would say is bad business, you know. So today is your opportunity to get that all together because change is going to be a constant. The only difference with change today is it's accelerating. And if you don't believe me, you only have to look at the mental health and other type of health and well-being issues for a lot of in the community today. So in summary, you know, entrepreneurs serve as valuable role models for innovation. They demonstrate the importance of risk-taking, problem-solving, adaptability, and a customer-centric mindset. And what that means is they're not Qantas, you know, that basically sold tickets on airlines that did not exist. Because if you did that, normally as an entrepreneur, especially without a big brand like a Qantas, you're not going to survive for long. So it's important that you think of the customer all along. And that's interesting because... If you don't think of the customer, obviously you're going to be in trouble long term. I promise you that one. So being very customer centric ourselves, we know the power of that. And what that means is truly looking after the customer. And I'm not talking about here with bots and automation. I'm talking about here with a human centric mindset that you actually believe in the people and you also believe that people communicate well with other people. That's one of the best ways to build relationships. So they show us also that innovation is a dynamic and continuous process. You know, it requires a willingness to learn, to adapt, and pursue ideas with passion and persistence that sort of enrolls people into your concept. So innovation is not just a buzzword. It's the lifeblood of progress. And behind every revolutionary leap forward, 
There's always an entrepreneur who dared to dream big. And if you have a look at some of the biggest entrepreneurs on the planet today, I'm sure you agree with that. And right across the board, the entrepreneurial spirit is, it's the rare fuel that basically becomes the architect to change and challenge conventions, you know, and also transform the way we live, work, and interact. So an entrepreneur's mindset is constant evolution and the courage to challenge the status quo. And this is a key because by challenging the status quo, that means potentially something might need improving. And of course, the status quo does not like change. So it teaches us an invaluable insight about embracing change, okay? And change, of course, can only happen if there is coachability. It drives innovation and ultimately shapes a brighter future. Certainly, the worst thing that could happen if you did all of that, right, is even if nothing happened, the worst thing, nothing happened, it certainly will not be worse. You know, so that's why the brighter future can only be if you're in that sort of spirit of creating the positivity out there to create the innovation that, of course, our communities are looking for. So that's it for today, folks. Hopefully, um, you've enjoyed listening to me. If you're an entrepreneur looking to amplify your impact, you're welcome to reach out. You can find my contact details in the episode's description. I want to thank you again. And until next time, go out there and create. Cheerio. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.